And so, and so it's, it was for the glory of God. If there's something happening, God's going to bring, if it's negative, if we have the right heart attitude, God's going to bring glory out of the destruction. God's going to bring grace into your mess. Do you believe that today? So we must believe that God's plans for us are good. Say his plans are good. Amen. To give me hope. See, I, I have you preaching this morning. Now, Romans 8, 28. I don't use this scripture a lot because I think it's misused a lot. Because I think people say this scripture when bad things are happening. And, and when something bad happens, you, you, sometimes you hear a Christian will say, Well, you know, God causes all things for, for good to those who love. Uh, uh, let me read it. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God. And to those who are called according to his purpose. And sometimes somebody will spout that out and say, well, God, well, God's going to cause good to work, come out of it. And, 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 and he's not, see, see, God's not putting the, the mess in your life, but God can bring good out of the mess. In other words, he can bring a message out of the mess that we're in. He can bring a testimony out of the test that we're experiencing. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? Why? Because God's going to get glory out of the situation. Are you listening to me today? So we got to understand this, that God's going to work out good. You know, even though the mess is all around us, he's going to work out good. I like the song that talks about that sings that 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 we're going to see. Uh, it talks about that God's working in the midst of it, even though it doesn't look like he's working. See, God is working even if it doesn't look like he's working, as long as we're standing in faith and speaking his word. When we stop speaking God's promises, I believe he's, he stops working. Amen. In other words, the, the angels hearken to the voice of God's word and they hearken to it to accomplish all that God's word says. So how is, are they going to hearken to God's word? By us speaking it. Yes. Amen. John 16, I love this. It says here, these things I spoke to you that in me you may have peace. This is Jesus speaking. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I was going to say be of full of fear. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So Jesus is saying here that there's going to be trials. There's going to be tribulations. There are going to be tests that we're going to be dealing with. But Jesus tells us to maintain a right attitude. Why? Because I don't know about you, but my attitude is constantly being worked on. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And so maintain a right attitude uh, in in where we're at. We've got to maintain. You know, I I think about this, that that David was a man of God that, that did these mighty exploits for God. He killed Goliath and he was, you know, he was a mighty warrior. God, every, every time he went out uh, against the enemy, uh, God always gave David, King David, success. And, but of course, you know, uh, Saul, if you know the story, Saul didn't like David, was afraid of David. And Saul was after David. And David ended up at one time living in a place called Ziglag. And um, and he was living in a place away from Israel. And uh, and so uh, he was out. Him and his mighty men were out doing some things and they came back to Ziglag. You may remember the story. And uh, some uh, some, the enemy came in to Ziglag 
and took all, all the people, took their stuff. And when they got back, they got back to an empty zigzag. And, uh, you know, their wives were gone. You know, their stuff was gone. It was, it was, their, their animals were gone. You know, uh, the enemy came in and stole. And you know what? Uh, it, the Bible said the men, uh, these were mighty men. They cried like they couldn't cry anymore. They were upset. Have you ever felt like crying? <laughs> Have you ever Maybe you felt like just getting, you know, sometimes I get angry. But, but once, you, once, you're, once you're out of the anger stage, then you're in the crying stage. Have anybody ever been in that angry? I can't. Ah, I don't know. I want to just don't want to be a Christian anymore, but I can't go anywhere. You know, anybody like that? Anybody, anybody know what I'm talking about? You get you get you have the mad stage, the angry stage, and you're finally saying, OK, God, what do you want to do in this mess? Have you ever been there? Have you ever been there? Like, God. Why? I, can I give you a little story yesterday? It upset me. You know, uh, you know, Christian, you know, he's, he's, he's very challenging. He special needs my son. And, uh, and so, you know, um, we got to watch him all the time because you don't know. And I've, I've said things, and I shouldn't say these things because words are powerful. And I've said things like everything he touches, he destroys, you know, because he's always breaking something, you know, the, the, the blinds. He's breaking the blinds. You know, I got to replace the blinds. He's just always that. Don't say that about your kids. Everything they touch, they destroy. And, uh, and so I had the iPhone, you know, um, and, uh, and it was kind of a broken iPhone because I broke it first and I had it on top of the car and it fell off and this big truck ran over it and, and I cried for a day, you know. Ah! And, uh, anyway, you know, you, you, it's like an iPhone is like your best friend. You know what I'm talking about? You know, the internet. And um, not really, but it shouldn't be the idol, but... But my idol was broken. <laughs> it was Dagon. Remember, remember the uh, Israelites? Remember, remember um, that, uh, uh, was it uh, Eli was a priest? And, and then the, I think it was the Amalekites. It was one of the kites. They came in and, and they took the, uh, uh, the Ark of the Covenant. Do you remember that? And they took the Ark of the Covenant and they put it in with Dagon, their God, right? Into a place where they worship Dagon. I think it was Dagon, their God. Don't name your kid Dagon. Okay. And, um, and so, but that, that statue that was up, uh, the next day it fell over and it was prostrated before the, the, uh, the Ark of the Covenant. And they said, my Lord, what happened? You know, you know so, so the Amalekites, I think it was the Amalekites, they, they put it back up. And, and then the following day, it was, it was over and the head broke off. <laughs> so that's what I'm thinking about my iPhone. You know, it's, it was Dagon. You know, I was putting that. No, I'm not kidding. Some people put their phone and their social media above. Okay, we won't go there. But, but it was smashed to smithereens, you know. And so finally I said, mm, you know, I had to buy a new iPhone. And, uh, and my kid likes to use the iPhone and my iPhone at times. And, I, and we got games. Parents, don't put games on your, on your, on your devices if you have kids because you're not going to get your phone back if you let them use it. But anyway, that's just a disclaimer. But, um, and so, and so I, I had the foresight because it was smashed from back and front. So I had, the, I had a, a place that put a new um, glass on the front. They say it may not work. And the camera was broken on. They say it's compromised, but it worked. Everything worked on it, um, except when you talk on it, you, 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 um, you couldn't use the, you know, you couldn't talk on it like that because that speaker was broken. You had to talk on it like this. 
But anyway, I had the glass fixed and all that. And then he was in the car uh, playing with it and he bit into it. So he put a little hole on the front. It cost me $60. Son! And uh, so I put some tape over it. And, you know, and the back is all screwed up. I got the front, but the back is kind of chunked up. We put a little case there. And, uh, and so yesterday, you know, I, I let him use it. And uh, my wife came in. Of course, we, we don't supervise him 24-7. And he, he, had, he had a kitchen knife tearing it up. It was all ripped to shreds. And I said, my God. And I got upset about it. I was like, God, why did you bless me with this son? You know? <laughs> it's breaking my iPhone. I don't even want to be a pastor anymore. You know, I'm so mad. You know, you know, and you know, you know how the devil try to make everything seem so bad. You know, but he he had a kitchen knife. He was ripping it. It was ripped to shreds. It was like, my God, I can't put this together now. <laughs> so my wife disciplined him, and when I got home, I disciplined him. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, but of course, you know, he doesn't understand. He's laughing five minutes later after you spank him. And, uh, uh, you know, you, you know, I remember I spanked him one time so hard it hurt my hand and he laughed. You know, I mean, ow! Son, it's going to hurt you more than it's going to hurt me. It hurt me. My hand was throbbing. He, of course, he, you know. Okay, and he was giggling. But I don't know. I was, I was hitting him pretty hard on the backside, but... My hand was throbbing. But anyway, I won't go there. And uh, where was I at? So anyway, um, what was going to, where was I going at with this story? I just got upset about it. But, you know, I, I finally I calmed down. I was mad. And then I said, God, do something. <laughs> fix, fix Christian or fix me. And I think maybe I need to be probably fixed more than Christian because <laughs> I felt like the Spirit of the Lord said, you need to calm down and, and walk in peace and not let these little things get you so rattled. Amen. Just wait until you have, you know, uh, a sheep bite you, you know, because sheep bite every once in a while. You know, sheep, you know, you guys are sheep. You guys aren't always, sometimes you bite. Amen. And sometimes, you know, I get upset with sheep biting, but you got to walk in love. Say walk in love. And so we got to get a revelation. And God gave me a song that morning before all this happened about the peace of God. And, walk, and when you walk in love, you'll have the peace of God in your life. And I had that song going off in me before all this happened. God knew it was going to happen. Amen. I shouldn't have gave him. What I realized, what I found out was, it was, I, you know, I put some tape over it. And he didn't like, he didn't like playing with a broken, beat up iPhone. You know, he said, that's it. You're giving me a broken iPhone. I'm going to just make it worse. I'm just going to, you're not going to get, don't be, don't be, don't be doing me like that. You know, in his way, he's like, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm more valuable than that. Give me a good iPhone. Amen. We'll continue. Amen. So, <laughs> Psalms 118.24. Do you know what that says? It says, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will grumble and complain and be, be mad at God about it. It doesn't say that. It says, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. So I really believe that God wants us rejoicing when we get up and, and not, you know, grumbling or complaining about the day. This is the day. Why? Because your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. You have the you you are saved. You are on your way to heaven. You know, you 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 know you have the grace of God on your life. You need to get excited about that. 
I like what Ephesians 3.20 says. It says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. So, so see, I know some of you are saying, but, but, but pastor, I'm still waiting for the abundantly, exceedingly blessing. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Keep standing. Amen. Keep standing until you see it. The Bible says when you've done all, stand and keep standing. Keep standing, keep standing, keep standing until you see the glory of God. Keep standing. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. Amen. I love this because most, sometimes people, you know, we got this pandemic and people, and if you're not careful, you'll be listening to prophets that's going to be preaching gloom and doom. No, no, yeah, I preach the good news. And I love what it says here. I said this a couple weeks ago. It says in Acts 2, 17, 18, it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. And on my maidservants and my uh, manservants, I will pour out my spirit on those days and they shall prophesy. Think about this. God, what is God doing? He's pouring out his spirit. What is he doing? Listen, it says in Isaiah 60, it says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. That's the world. But the Lord will rise over you, and his glory will be seen on you. See, the world's going to get darker. But as long as we stay in God's presence, we're going to walk in the brightness of God's glory. We're going to be like we're going to be like Abraham that spent time with God. And he spent so much time with God, his face glowed. And he had to put a veil over his face because it shined so much. I'm telling you, when we spend time with God, we're going to have a dumb grin on our face all the time. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? In other words, we're going to be smiling. People are going to say, why are you smiling with all this stuff? Because you know something. You have inside information. You have the word of God. And the word of God is going to take you further than anything else you can believe. It says here, in the three point is, we walk by faith and not by sight. We are people of faith. We don't, we don't adhere to, to what all the world is saying. Yes, they might say some things. I, you know, I, I listen to about, you know, all the, the stuff about the pandemic. And they say, do this and don't do this. And they, they're always changing. How come science always change? You know, I was listening to Dr. Fauci and at the very beginning... Good thing you guys are, are more than six feet away because I'm spraying it this morning. And um, <laughs> you guys, I I'm healthy. Amen. And uh, I like to tell people I'm healthy as a horse. But anyway, uh, 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 and so where was it? And Dr. Fauci said at the very beginning, there's no need uh, for people to wear masks. Only the people that are exposed to coronavirus patients. And, th and then the mask they need to wear is N95. He said that at the very beginning. Now he changed it and assuming now, now a mask is required. What is it? Is it you don't need to wear one? If you're a worker, 
But now you now everybody needs to wear one. No, I need to get some truth here. You know, and there's balance. I'm not against masks and there is times to wear them. I'm not against it. But if you're in the car by yourself, you don't need to wear a mask. Amen. If you're walking outside and, and there's nobody around you and you're jogging and you're wearing a mask, you might faint because you don't have enough oxygen. You don't need, if you're by yourself outside and there's nobody around you, the wind is not going to blow some germs your way. No, no, no. You don't need to wear a mask. I, I, you know, yesterday I was driving and this M EMT driver, she, she was, she, 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 she's a medical person and she was driving, nobody in there and she was wearing a full mask. I mean, you're in the car and I, and I don't know if I told you, I, I read an article of this guy getting in a car accident wearing a mask. And he was wearing an N95, and they said because he lost, lost oxygen. Because you lose 60% of the oxygen wearing a mask. Yes. Amen. So, it, 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 there, so what I'm saying, I'm not against masks. I'm just saying that we don't need to go so overboard. Amen. You know, it can, it, it may help, but don't, don't, don't think that, don't put your faith in it. Don't put your faith in the social distancing. Don't put your faith in the natural. No, 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 no. Put your faith in God. Amen. Yeah, you thank God we do the natural things. I'm not against that. You know, it's being, but, but don't put your faith in these things. Put your faith in God. Hallelujah. Amen? Because it's God is our protection. Yeah. And so we walk by faith. And not, I'm not talking about being foolish. Don't go, you know, don't, don't be foolish. But I'm talking about just, just, just know that God is with you. Uh, we, we, look at this. It says we walk by faith. So we, we need to consider, you know, the, the, the power of God's word over the natural circumstances. We know, we know that Abraham had great faith. And the reason why he had great faith, because he didn't consider, you know, the deadness of Sarah's womb or him being old. The Bible says that in Romans 4, 19, 22. He didn't consider that, but he considered God bigger than the problem. And we got to consider, if you're, we're going to walk in faith, we got to consider the bigness of God over the bigness of the problem. We know that David, when he battled Goliath, he should, he should have lost that battle because Goliath was trained. He had, he had even an armor bearer, David, but David had God. David had the anointing. And I'm telling you, when you have God and God gives you his anointing, you have the grace of God and you can walk through anything. You can you can handle anything. You might be saying, I can't handle it. You can you can handle anything that the devil throws at you. Why? Because God's grace gives you the ability to handle whatever the devil will throw at you. The number five key is that faith speaks. See, I can tell where a person's at by what's coming out of their mouths. If they're talking the circumstances, if they're talking the, 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 uh, the, the bad things that are happening, if they're talking the... No See, I, I don't talk about, you know, when I'm on social media, I don't post how many people are dying of the corona. Whenever there, you know, 100,000, you know, 99% of the people have gotten it and came through it without a vaccine. 99% of people that get it don't die they go through it, right? And they come out healthy on the other side, 99%. So 1% don't, right? 1% that's compromised. That's good odds. That's good odds, 99%. And then that 
is the ones that may have compromised immune systems, they may, may need to be very careful. But the 99%, you can get it, and you're going to go through it, and you're going to survive it. So, and, we, we, and, and, and does everybody need a vaccine for the 1%? No, maybe just the 1% need it. But I don't know if everybody needs Okay, I'm stepping on some toes this morning. <laughs> Are you listening to what I'm saying today? I, I, I don't, I'm, not a big, I'm, I'm not big in taking you know, uh, vaccines and all that. I'm big in believing the word of God. Now, you got to go with where you, you're at. My, you know, I know people, my dad used to be a real big advocate in, in taking flu shots and all that. But uh, I'm not, uh, I, I'm going to just stand for faith. Amen? Amen? Because sometimes there's stuff in those things you don't know what it is in there. And I don't know. I don't know. You, I think you've got to have greater faith to take a flu shot than not. You got to have some faith that uh, are you here? You better believe that that, that thing's going to help you. Amen. Not, not, you know, I'm not trying to step on any toes this morning. Probably am. And <laughs> Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in the power of tongue and they who love it will eat the fruit thereof. So, so our faith is, cur- is, is constantly speaking. Amen. So, so what are we speaking? What are we speaking about our circumstances? What are we speaking about the, the situation? What are we speaking about our lives? We should be speaking that we're new creations in Christ. We should be speaking that we're more than conquerors in Christ. We should be, be speaking that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We should be uh, speaking that greater is Jesus that's in us than he that's in the world. We should be speaking that we're strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We should be speaking that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. And when we start speaking like that, I'm telling you, you're going to walk out of the house, you're going you're gonna to have your armor on, and you're going to say, devil, come on! And you know what? There was an old song that was put out by this, uh, it was a Christian song, but it, but it was uh, MC Hammer. And he, anybody remember MC Hammer? Remember, he wore those big baggy pants and, you know, NZ uh, Hammer, right? And he, and, he, and he wrote a song, You Can't Touch This. Do you remember that song, You Can't Touch This? And listen, the devil can't touch you. You need to get a t-shirt and you need to, coronavirus can't touch this. You know, no, are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Why? Because you're protected. You have the blood of Jesus. You have the name of Jesus. You have the word of God. You have angels around about you protecting you in all your ways. You got to start believing the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the gospel is true. It's full of power. It has the ability to save. And that word saved is more than just go to heaven, it means to deliver you from anything that the enemy is trying to put on you. Well, we're, we listen, we're not afraid. We're not people that hide and huddle and hunker down until the storm goes. No, we're people that go into the storm and we speak to the storms and we command the storms to say, peace, be still, and we make a difference in our world. Glory to God. Praise God. We're faith people. We're not people of fear. We don't shrink back. We don't, we don't hide. No, we come out. We walk out. Just like when they were feeding the Christians to the lions. And when they were feeding them to the lions, 
the Christians came out. They weren't crying. They weren't, oh, lions. They were coming out bold. They're, come on. And the lions would tear them up. And they were, they, they'd be laughing. They'd be singing to God. The, the people that were being burned at the stake, the martyrs, of, uh, the Christian martyrs, the, the, we've, I've heard tales of these people singing worship songs as they were on fire. How could they do that? Because they weren't feeling the fire. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? God was divinely protecting them from pain. Why? Because Jesus bore our sicknesses and he carried our pains. And I'm telling you, they were supernatural burning for God. And I'm telling you, we need to get in a place where we're burning for God, where we get into a, his presence until the fullness of his glory comes upon us. And we need to start walking in the glory of God, walking in his presence again. And I'm telling you, we'll become the solution to the world's problems. We'll be setting people free with our faith. You believe that today? We're faith people. Glory to God. I, it doesn't matter, you know, you know, somebody say, oh, it looks like one world government's coming. Well, you know what? Yeah, Jesus is coming. One world government. He's going to world, he's going to rule the world. Are you hearing right? Jesus is coming back and he's going to govern the world. Yes, I understand that. Some say it's the mark of the beast. The, the shot's the mark of the beast. Yeah, maybe, but I'm going to be up in heaven when that's all going on because the mark of the beast happens in the seven-year tribulation right probably at the very beginning. But I'm, I'm not looking for the beast. I'm not looking for the false prophet. I'm looking for Jesus in the end days. And when I look up, I'm going to see him and he's going to say, come up hither and we're we're going to raise up and we're going to be changed in a twinkling of an eye and we're going to have our glorified bodies and we're and Jesus is going to say you made it you passed the test you pressed in you walked in, in victory you you did not go back you pressed in and you got the crown of life glory to God I believe that we are a people that don't cower down, but we are a people that moves forward and we keep moving forward until we see the victory on every side. Do you believe that today? Let's bow our heads. Father, I just thank you for your mercies and for your goodness and for your love. I thank you, Father God, that you're raising up a mighty army, an army that's going to take your word into the dark places of this world. And Father God, we're going to be the cure to the, the problems of this world and because we are giving Jesus. And there's no weapon formed against anyone. When they, uh, that will prosper as they believe and stand on your word, Lord. Father, I thank you for this precious group here that came out to church. I thank you for those that are watching online. And baby, you know, you haven't went all the way with God. You, you haven't received Jesus as your Savior, or you're still just kind of, you know, playing church and then playing in the world. It's time to get serious with God. And so I want to encourage you, maybe you've never confessed the Lordship of Jesus, Christ. And I want to lead you in a prayer this morning that will bring you into a place of victory in your life. So say this after me and mean your heart. Say, dear God, I believe Jesus, you've died on the cross for my sins. Jesus, I believe you were raised from the dead for my justification to make me right with Father God. So I repent of sin 
and I receive Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. Jesus, thank you for saving me. And Heavenly Father, fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. We would like to invite you to join us Sunday morning at 4136 Holland Road, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Service starts at 1030 a.m. Nurseries and Children's Church provided. This broadcast is made possible by the Congregation of Exceed Life Church. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org.